tribal and peasant revolution that started as a spark now gained the momentum of a wildfire as it spread throughout various parts of our motherland following the tracks of the british company from southern to western india the tribal rebellion found its new ground in the hills of western ghat hi i am kaushik mazumdar and today we will embark on a journey through the western region of india the vils are a tribe of central india mainly in rajasthan and madhya pradesh who traditionally had a reputation as warriors and effective guerrilla style fighters from the reports of the first political agent in khandesh john briggs throughout khandesh and gungtari the minor duties of the police were conducted by the vils who reside in the villages most of the mountain chiefs have claims in the surrounding country either to protect it from robberies or to guard passes vils used to extend their war duties to rajputs as well as the marathas depending upon their respective area under control while pilaji gaikwad the founder of the gaikwad dynasty carved out his kingdom with the help of the vils in the areas that were under the suzerainty of the rajput chiefs the vil naiks enjoyed perquisites and allowances that included land grants and right to collect toll on the highways even in several instances jashwant rao holkar took refuge with a vil chief in the forest the vil chiefs who presided over their semi autonomous principalities held the key to the cohesion of the vil community the rights that allowed them to claim resources from the plains were a result of the entanglements of the vil chiefs in the politics of the agrarian heartland so the pre-colonial order of things allowed vils their political autonomy left their clan fraternity intact under the leadership of their chiefs and the chiefs had leverage in their negotiations with the society and the state of the place as a result of the treaty signed in 1818 mewar lost formidable control of the local polity and also had to dissolve their army on the british conquest of the territory belonging to the peshwas khandesh became part of the bombay presidency this not only left a lot of vils unemployed but also impacted the control of the vil chiefs in the hills on one hand there was the apprehension of losing their control completely on the other the british company was in no mood to share any revenue with the vils like in the pre-colonial days in such circumstances free spirited vil warriors taking the advantage of their well-known hilly terrain posed a strong challenge to the british troops which was dealt with by a peace treaty soon the british focused on dismantling the pre-colonial structure through policy measures that marked the beginning of a new form of rule in the hill forest area the local british administration sowed seeds of dissension among the vils to break the cohesion of the vil community and then placed them 
under a system of surveillance that imposed severe restrictions on their mobility. Eventually, the British managed to establish peace and their hold in the area by exercising their famous divide and rule policy. By formation of agencies and corps, they appointed wills to not only control the law and order situation of the region or managed to settle many of the wills into agrarian life, but also they managed to suppress any major uprising in the region after 1825, while the wills were being dealt with by the Bombay Presidency. Pikes, the traditional militia of Odisha, took arms against the British company. Soon following it, the company gained control of Orissa from the Marathas and the pikes were alienated by the company. Not only did they fall from dignity, they even got ousted from the hereditary rent-free lands granted to them. They were subjected to extortion and oppression by the hands of the company and its servants. In March 1817, when the rebellion broke out, led by Bakshi Jagabandhu, gathered widespread support in society with feudal chiefs, zamindars as well as the common people participating in it. While the revolt started in Banapur and Khurda, it quickly spread to other parts of Orissa such as Puri, Pipli and Katak. The kings of Kanika, Kujang, Naigar and Ghumsur aided Jagabandhu and Dalabehara Mirhaidar Ali of Jodhupur soon took a shape beyond the imagination of the company. There were several encounters between the British and the Pike forces. By May 1817, the company managed to re-establish its authority over the entire province. The company posted judges to Khurda to sentence the captured rebels. They were awarded sentences of death transportation and long-term imprisonment. King Mukunda Dev died as a prisoner in November 1817. Jagabandhu surrendered in 1825 and lived as a company prisoner until he died in 1829. In the following years, we saw numerous revolts brewing against the British company and local zomindars backed by the company. Especially East and Northeast India, including Bengal, Assam, Chotanagpur, and surrounding areas, witnessed one after other armed movements, though fears, most of them were restricted locally. Not only were they restricted geographically, but often these movements were initiated with very different agendas and eventually. It's the aggression and atrocity of the company administrative as well as the landlords that would lead them to a face-off against the armed forces of the company. Wahhabi, Farazi and Kant rebellions are a few such movements against the British. While Wahhabi and Farazi movements were led by patriots and leaders like Titumir and Dudumia, their initial goal was to spread and consolidate Islamic practices. But soon, the atrocities faced by the peasants in the hands of landlords also would not only add to the list of causes, but turn out to be the only major reason.